I recently received an email from a viewer and I figured I would go and share with you and just kind of give my feedback on the current state of the world and things that we can kind of do to try and push back against this craziness. Ian, I just finished watching your video on The Great Reset, China's Social Credit System Part 1 and 2. It's terrifying to think what our future holds. I definitely share your concern. Uh, it's part of the reason why I started talking about The Great Reset and it's the reason why I ended up on Unsafe Space talking about it. I want to go and warn as many people that will listen to me. And ultimately, at this point in time, the only thing we can really do is try and prepare for it the best we can. Uh, I, I would say start by making sure that you um, look into some form of financial security, possibly looking into a ways of um, growing your own food. Uh, that's the reason why I went out and I bought a ranch so I can go and take my gardening up to the next step, uh, start getting some animals. So I want to get some sheep. And I want to start looking into doing some aquaponics as well. As you may know, Prime Minister Trudeau called for an early federal election here in Canada, which is happening this Monday, September 20th, 2021. Most people in this country seem to be worried about the vaccine passports, which were recently put into effect. Even though it's only been a few days, these green passports have disrupted the lives of many Canadians. I think people should be very concerned about the vaccine passports because it is just another method of control that the government and corporations can basically force on the population of a country. And I think it was Steve Bannon who said this, that, you know, essentially vaccine passports, nothing more than just another form of social credit system. If you think about it, he's right, because um, if you um, don't have the proper papers or score. It's going to prevent you from going out and living your life, going to a restaurant, going to the mall. I mean, we're seeing the stuff that's going on in France right now where there is widespread protesting going on because of these vaccine passports. They are draconian measures that are being implemented upon the population and they do need to be stopped. I'm hearing stories of people being turned away from public restaurants and other places of business. And despite the fact that we've had protests all across the country, it's only made our society more segregated. Unfortunately, I think protesting and civil disobedience is going to be the only way to go and stop these vaccine mandates and the vaccine passport. And politics is downstream from culture. And if you take a look at here in the United States, what happened recently with the ATF, uh, Chipman was Biden's nominee for the head of the ATF, and they basically passed on him. He, he was forced to withdraw because... The local gun community in the United States basically rose up and had their voices be heard. And this guy was ultimately shot down. So that's the only way you're going to be able to go and defeat these mandates and these passports is by demanding that they be removed. And the way you can achieve that is through protesting and civil disobedience. And unfortunately, you know, we've, we've gotten pretty comfortable here in the West that, you know, we don't want to inconvenience or excuse me, we don't want to inconvenience ourselves and we don't want to put our our autonomy at risk, but you need to go out and you need to do something. Either join the protest, you know, make sure that your voice is heard because that's that's the way we can stop governments from forcing these things. The public is now split between pro-vax and anti-vax. Canada has become an apartheid state. Unfortunately, it seems like this is happening everywhere. The, the there is a huge divide between the peoples of this of the world, specifically in the West, around anti-vax and pro-vax, and it's frightening because um, some of the language that the 
pro-vaxxers used against the unvaccinated, it, it mirrors a lot of that of what we heard coming out of Nazi Germany. And I, I wish I could find the clip up, play it for you. But there was a, a Jewish woman. Uh, she was a child during the time of Nazi Germany. She was in a concentration camp. She was a survivor. And she talks about some of the language that the Nazis used about the Jews. And you're seeing it now playing out in real time against the unvaccinated. And it, it's frightening because this, um, the apartheid state, it's, it's not just happening in Canada. You're seeing it in other countries in Europe, specifically in France. You're seeing it in Australia. And to a certain degree, we're seeing it here in the States if you live in a blue state uh, that has implemented a type of vaccine passport. I suspect the vaccine passports are a smaller part of a larger plan to usher in a new system of governance. You're not wrong. And one thing I, I forgot to mention previously is that they, they want us divided. It's the reason why they're trying to divide us on race. It's the reason why they're trying to divide us on pro-vax, anti-vax. Because if, God forbid, we actually were able to unite, we could seriously push back against this nonsense that's, that's happening with, with uh, the, the COVID mandates, with the Great Reset. But the more divided we are, the weaker we're going to be and the less effective we're going to be at fighting back. One which frighteningly resembles a cross between Orwell's 1984 and Aldous Huxley's A Brave New World. I'll be honest with you, these days I kind of feel like we're playing choose your own dystopian future. Some days it kind of feels like Hunger Games if you go and take a look at what was going on with the Met Gala. I mean, that I definitely got a huge Hunger Games vibe off of that. Uh, you, you're right with the whole thing with 1984 and A Brave New World. And you can sprinkle in a little bit of uh, cyberpunk as well. I mean, specifically when we start talking about the the idea of um, a uh, a corporatocracy. So yeah, I mean, it, it's it's not just one; it's kind of a mixture of, of everything. Uh, even a little bit of Gattaca with the whole thing with the vaccine mandates. It's um it's pretty frightening, and I definitely think that we are, you know, trending towards a dystopian future if we uh, don't slam on the brakes. Then again, could these new policies be decoys which have been socially engineered to keep the world's attention distracted long enough from the real issues? Could all these rapid changes which are happening around us just be a smokescreen? I'm not going to rule it out. I, I think the reality is it's like uh, the old saying goes, don't let a tragedy go to waste. And I think that's what we're seeing here is that people are just taking advantage of the situation with the chaos and they're using a lot of distractions to keep people's attention while they try and implement these backdoor deals that are going on between governments and, and corporations and the Great Reset. So, yes and no, I would say. I'm not sure how many Canadians know about the corporate social credit system and how it may affect our rights as Canadians and our human rights. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't think a lot of people are aware of this just yet. And by the time they do become aware of it, it's going to be too late because it's going to be implemented and used against us. And as far as our human rights go, we're probably not going to have a whole lot of them. What they want to do is turn us into poor Russian serfs tied you know, to corporations. This is basically neo-feudalism corporate edition. Aside from writing to our politicians or groups like Amnesty International... I've been trying to locate organizations in my area at the grassroots level who share these concerns. Definitely go and write your politicians. That is the bare minimum. 
And finding other groups that are like-minded and have a common goal is also a good idea. The issue from people who are on the center to the right is that we tend to be individuals. I'm a huge individualist. And on the left, they tend to be collectivist. And so they kind of have that hive mind mentality. And what we need to do is remain individuals, but take collective action. And that is the way we can become stronger and kind of beat them at their own game. But make sure that at the end of the day, we don't turn into collectivists ourselves because it is just, it's terrible. This is from a Government of Canada website. And this is the link that was provided. China's corporate social credit system, how businesses can prepare. And I kind of skimmed it and it seemed to have a lot of the information that was presented in the article I covered on the Chinese social credit system. I have a very sneaking suspicion that in the future, we're going to be very careful about what we say on social media in regards to China and criticizing China because it could probably get us fired because it could potentially impact the social credit rating of the companies that we work for. So yeah, we're definitely heading for a very scary dystopian future. It appears for now that these rules will only apply to Canadian companies that do business with China. Unfortunately, those rules aren't unique to Canada. That's going to apply to any country or company that does business with China. And it's going to, it's kind of frightening because they're going to dictate essentially how we do business and what we can say. It's, um, it's bad. I, I'm, I'm not going to joke around. Uh, the, the idea that China is, has that much power to dictate to us, to Canada, to Australia, to Europe, how we can do business with them. And it's, it's absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. But um, that's where we're at. Any advice? I got tons of advice. I can't tell you whether it's any good or not. I mean, at, at a very basic level, start prepping, man. Seriously, go and at least have 90 days worth of food. Start gardening. Get into animal husbandry. Start producing a, a, as much of your own food as you can. Maybe look at buying some land and becoming more self-sufficient on, on that level. Maybe find a more conservative providence you can move to that is actually pushing back against this nonsense, if, if that's even an option for you. Or maybe come here to the United States and come to a red state and, and help fortify us here. As far as uh, what's going on with the vaccine mandates and passports, um, civil disobedience, protesting, you know, you might need to sacrifice some of your comforts to, to gain your freedoms back. And that might involve maybe losing a little bit of it uh, through protesting and civil disobedience. And as far as um, China is concerned, don't work for a company that does business with them, if, if that's possible. That's honestly all I really have. I mean, I'm kind of just as clueless as the rest of you guys, and I'm, I'm still trying to figure this out, too. But I think the kind of the key is to become more self-sufficient and reliant on yourself and not on, you know, governments and big corporations. That's all I got, man. This is Ian signing off. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy, so go check it out.
If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com slash donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms. Well, mostly. And you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the Cathedral. The following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and may be subject to federal entrapment. Research shows that wearing a mask significantly reduces the risk of becoming infected with independent thought. The next war will be nothing like Afghanistan. I promise. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice, Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake. <laughs>